Hello, everybody. Welcome to the No Distance Podcast, where it's all about seeking to the Lord, who is never too far from any one of us. Uh, my name is Michael Pulliam. I am one of your co-hosts. And I'm Brittany Pulliam. And together, me and my husband chair the youth ministry at Christ Temple Apostolic Faith Church in Chicago, Illinois. Amen. And today we have a guest on, um, uh, my brother-in-law, Brittany's brother, Michael King. Michael, want to just introduce yourself? Uh, what's up, everybody? Like I said, my name's Michael King. Um, yeah, happy to be here. I'm a college student right now, which I guess is why I'm here. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be lots of fun. Michael didn't mention that he also serves with us on the youth board as our treasurer. So he helps keep the money in line. Yes, he is our Judas. <laughs> <laughs> At least we hope up until what, you know, just... Up until those last couple of chapters. Amen. <laughs> well, I can say, at least the way I'm doing the bookkeeping, you guys would never know that I'm a thief. So. so <laughs> good thing this episode isn't about trust. Amen. <laughs> but, uh, go ahead. You could go ahead. I was just going to say, you can go ahead and tell us. No, you can say it. Say what? I don't know. No. Oh, so this episode, we're going to talk about um, if it's possible to have a uh, balanced life with college and uh, your spiritual or church life. That's where we have Michael here because he's still in college. He can give us Lisa very much first-hand experience. Mm -hmm. While me and my wife are like kind of far out of college now, but yeah, we're kind of over, kind of over that. Yeah. So, um, but let's do our icebreaker like we've been doing. Um, today's question is: What fictional family would you most like to be a part of? Easy. I go ahead, Mike. Richie Rich. Oh, Phineas and Ferb is nice. That's a good answer, honestly. Because you were like me, me, me. Before oh, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's who I thought you were going to pick. Okay. But in real life, you picked Richie Rich. Yes. From because the treasurer. Because they're, they're rich. Of course. I mean, they're, they're just throwing money rich. at a kid. He's got a slide. He has a personal McDonald's. You know what I mean? That was dope. Any yeah. family that has that much money, they're just looking for children to adopt. I will gladly oblige. Yeah. Take some of that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Be a joint heir, as they say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Brittany, you got one yet? Or should I go? Um, You probably should go because I'll, I'll go at the end of the episode. Okay, it's a tie between the Wayne family, because they're rich and superheroes. Wayne. Which Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Batman. Bruce Wayne. Okay. Bruce Wayne, Batman family. Or if John Wick had a family, I would like to be part of that family. Because he will avenge you. <laughs> uh, I I'll, know, I'll, right? I'll We're like, um. Okay, maybe that John. Okay, what about, what about the Sky? No, I don't want to be part of Skywalker family. They always killing people. Uh, yeah, they got issues. <laughs> Skywalker, no, Luke Skywalker. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Elijah's looking at us behind <laughs> the camera like, who are the Skywalkers? I know, all of us are dating ourselves, apparently. <laughs> I just would like to say... How Yo, you John Wick. John Wick. All families with terrible fortune. <laughs> like that's awful. You're Wayne. You're losing both your parents, and you're not even gonna get like. No, I'm adopted. I'm, I'm. I'm. You're not even gonna be oh, wait, Batman yeah. though. You're just gonna be sitting in the house. But I'm rich with that old guy, and there's a lot of technology. I could possibly go to space. And you know? the sun doesn't shine. I mean, that's because it's at nighttime most times when you watch. You know. But I'm yeah, pretty sure way, Gotham way City bad. doesn't get a daytime. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I cannot think of a family, you guys. Oh, I almost just thought of one. Uh, what about the fictional Daltons? family? That's who I was thinking. I was well. That's not their name. Uh, the the Granthams. Granthams, yep. Um, Downton the Abbey. Granthams from Downton Abbey. That's who I was thinking I was gonna pick. So I think that's who I'm gonna pick. 
And the reason I would pick them is um, because of Granny. Oh, Granny. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, okay, I got it. I, got it. I want to be part of the home, Sam. Sherlock Holmes, Sam. Okay. Are you going to have Sherlock Holmes IQ? or? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. it wouldn't be fun to be a part of that family and you're the stupidest one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> playing mind games. Just straight playing mind games. Okay, not okay. bad. Well, okay. listeners, um, Vote we're who interested. Had the best family? Yeah, well, you had like six. Okay. I gave the most options. All of them were it's trash. <laughs> Whatever. You did. You had like six. But, okay. We're interested to know, you know, which family you guys would pick. So, I guess I'll do the YouTube thing and drop it in the comments below, you know, which family you would pick. Like, hit, and subscribe. <laughs> All that good stuff, right? All right. Let's jump right into our discussion for today. So, we're talking about balancing or striking a balance between your spiritual health, church life, church work, and college, which we know can be very demanding. Mm -hmm. Both can be very demanding. And we just kind of wanted to hear a little bit more of your experience, share a teensy bit of ours, what we can remember from it, I guess. Um, well, since you laughed, let's start with you. Fine. Let's, <laughs> let's rock and roll. So, uh, man, so I hate school. Let's, let's go with that. Good start. Good start. start. Perfect <laughs> start. <laughs> I'm just going to be truthful. So, although I did have the mindset of always doing my best. So, I wouldn't say, like, I would go in, do my work, do my best, and I'll let it go, and then go, you know, church service, do whatever I was doing for church and stuff like that. Kind of real simple. Um, I didn't have, I didn't feel like church, I mean, school was taking over my life or anything like that. I didn't feel like um, I had to give so much brain power to it sometimes, if in, in mm. a sense. And I could let it go, I think, very easy. Like, okay, it's school. I got 3.5 when I finished, so I was like, I did good. 3.5 is good. I am 100% okay with that. And, and I finished. And I finished. So, uh, you know, yeah, college was like just, it was something I just went through. <laughs> it's like, it's like it was like school. It's like, yeah, just get this over with <laughs> as fast oh. as possible. Cool. That's fair. Um. If you don't mind, I'll go next. We'll just go down the line. Go for it. So very simply, my college experience, I actually liked school. I like um, I liked learning things. But I, I started at a junior college for the first two years, got my associates, and then I moved kind of away to school, not really far, but far enough to live on campus, which was a very different experience. Um, the classes were harder <laughs> for starts. But um, I would say overall I had a pretty good experience. I didn't get involved in a lot. That's one thing. No, I didn't get involved in a lot on campus. So I was pretty much a go to class, go to the library, do homework, go to class, go to the library, do homework. You had a job, though. Eat. I did have a job on campus. Actually, I had, yeah, I had a job both times. Um, so go to class, go to the library, do homework, go to work, do homework, go to the library, do homework, go to class. Like, that's really where my life was in college. And like you, you know, I finished. I, I was happy with that. I was happy with finishing. All right. And now for the piece de resistance. Uh -huh. <laughs> the person currently in it, share with us some of your college experience. Um, okay. So from the beginning, I did junior college like my sister. And then I transferred to URC. I'm studying accounting there. Um how do I put this? So I'm I'm a perfectionist at heart. I, I love things to be perfect. So, so this incremental, hate it, good. 
over the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I am an absolute perfectionist. So when I was 16, actually, I did dual enrollment at Harrow Washington College. And I was like, I'm graduating with 4.0 no matter what. Um, so I didn't get involved with anything during junior college years. But I did have my 4.0. Um, and I graduated with that. And then when I transferred to UIC, I thought, I, I literally told myself, all I did was study for my associate's degree. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to relax. I'm going to have like a 3.5, 3.6, and then just leave it at that. Um, that's not how the world works, unfortunately. <laughs> if you're a perfectionist, you just can't help it. So um, I've been studying my tail off this whole time. Um, mm -hmm. I've been at UIC for two years. I have one more year left to get the five years for accounting. Um, and I still have the 4.0. Uh, I'm also involved, so I'm treasurer for two student organizations right now on campus. What else? I think I'm just treasurer for two student organizations on campus, and then I'm also doing the treasure thing at church, and then I'm also on the music team at church, so I sing, um, and I think that's it. So, yeah, I'm really interested in this conversation balancing God with school because I do have a lot going on, <laughs> and uh, I, I think I have a couple of tips on how you can balance stuff when you're doing a lot. Okay. Nice. That's awesome. That actually goes right into the next yeah, question, so. which was, um, what are some things, some obstacles that for you seem like it made it hard to be a student and a saint at the same time? Okay. Preliminary. First and foremost, I do not stay on campus. I'm close to home, so I commute. So right there, there are some differences. I'm not as tempted I feel like as other students would be when you're living there 24 seven. Um, for me, the hardest challenge is just priorities, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you have mm -hmm. this thing where you just have to be the best student, right? God is almost always going to be second. If you don't try, you have to fight to make sure you keep your brain understanding. My relationship with God is more important than school. So that has been and continues to be my biggest struggle, mm -hmm. right? I'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go through the list of everything I have to do and be like, wow, I barely have time to pray. Right. Or let me go finish this homework assignment that's due and then maybe I'll pray. So in terms of what's the biggest struggle, it's just setting those priorities um, and making sure that it's like, well, God is first and then we do everything else. Absolutely. And even with that, you mentioned that you're involved at church as well, like you said, being a treasurer, being involved in the music ministry. Um, so priorities is one side of it. And I think there's a little bit, it's kind of the same thing, but not as vocalized in these kinds of conversations is um, the expectations of the other people pulling you. Mm -hmm. So the people pulling you at church and the people pulling you at school. You mentioned student organizations. So those groups have expectations of what you're going to do and how available you're going to be. But then also the ministries that you're involved in, they have expectations yeah. of what you're going to do and how available you, you can be. So um, share with us a little bit more about those dynamics, like in the relationship with people on both sides. Like, did you find any conflicts or um, just clashes, anything in those groups that sort of made the challenge of having like just made balancing even harder yeah um a lot a lot this past year right mm -hmm. so I took a lot of classes a lot of high level accounting classes it's not the most difficult thing in the world but I do consider it hard um 
So first and foremost, classes wanted a lot of time for me. And I have a study habit that takes long. The way that I take notes takes a long time. So that's pulling on my time. Then when you're the treasurer for student organizations, nobody can do anything without you because they need you to take out the money, right? A lot of schools don't let just anybody on the board take out money. So there's always a meeting I had to go to, mandatory. There's always something that I had to purchase. There's always some sort of other uh, entity at the university that I have to, you know, get approval for to purchase the money or something like that. So on my calendar, there's always maybe two or three things that I have to go to. So that's a big, like you said, like that's a big commitment. (coughs) And then with the music department, they have a two-hour rehearsal every Saturday. Well, I have classes Monday through Friday, and then we're doing, with student orgs, all of our stuff is Monday through Friday. And then Mm -hmm. Saturday, I have music. And then Sunday, I'm supposed to perform music. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it's literally seven days a week uh, with a million different things pulling at me. And, again, even even though I do consider the music ministry and the treasury work that I'm doing at the youth department important, Mm -hmm even those kind of things kind of pull me away from my actual personal relationship with God. So when it comes to how do I balance it, uh, if that's where we're at, I can answer that question now, right? Um, Let him keep going. He's in the flow. Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes to how do I balance it? um, I have a planner now, which has worked great. And what I've done is I set up my personal relationship stuff with God to be just as important as everything else. And the only way I can wire my brain to do that is I set a goal. So this year I'm reading through the whole Bible, right? Now to read through the whole Bible, you have to read so many chapters every day, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that, that sense of urgency kind of like pulling at me. All right. If you don't read this, you're going to be behind. Yep. So that's how I'm reading the Bible now. And, um, another thing I've been talking about starting a ministry, um, or I, I shouldn't say ministry per se. It's a prayer club. I wanted to start a prayer club. I've been talking about it for a year mm-hmm. um, and nothing has really been getting done because everything else is pulling at mm-hmm. me. So I, I told the Lord this semester, I said, Lord, I'm not leaving you. I see until this gets done. Um, I don't know if that's the best advice to, to like <laughs> put yourself out there with the Lord, uh-huh. but it creates a sense of urgency. Cause now it's like, well, I got to do what I said I'll do. Otherwise yeah. I'll never graduate, you know? So, um, do you feel like there's a lot of pressure on you like now stuff? Um, maybe, I don't know if I see it as pressure too much though, because once you start to get organized, um, and every day after I pray, the first thing I do is I look at my planner. I sound so old, like my mother. Oh Lord. <laughs> wow. I, I wow. do. I, I feel like I'm 50 years old <laughs> every That's day. All as of soon us. as I, that's a lot of us. As soon as Ain't I wake lot. up, I know I'm, we're all checking. Like, is she over there? <laughs> Don't go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I know. As soon as I wake up, I look at my planner. Um, and then, you know, the cool thing about planners, they have the, the little blocks for the calendar days. And mm-hmm. then when you flip it over, you have each day. Mm-hmm. So I look at the overall calendar and then I flip to the day and I write out everything that I have to do today. Right. Um, just a quick side note. Just let everybody know he is using a paper planner. Yeah. yeah, not paper. a phone one. It does make a difference for it some does. reason. Doing a paper planner, something that's like completely outside of your technology, helps stay scheduled better. That's all. Yeah, I I don't know, and I I like writing by hand. Me too. You know, you helps. just you just get in the zone when you're writing by hand. You know, 
Um, not knocking the, the computer ones, but I write out what I have to do for the day. And then throughout the day, I'm scratching stuff off the list, right? Ah, checklist. Gotcha. So since I started doing that, the stress has come down um, because I orchestrated in a way where I'm doing stuff before it becomes urgent. You know, mm-hmm. I'm only stressed out if I have today to prepare for something tomorrow. But as long as I'm a week out, you know, I, I don't feel too much stress these days. That's so good. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Man. That is really good. I guess that gets into what changes you made, you know, to make study and doing God's work, dealing with, you know, your relationship with the Lord. What, like, what did you do? You <laughs> it sounds it. like you scheduled it. Yeah. So just because of how much I had to do, I kind of needed to schedule. So to give you a little bit of a synopsis, if I'm studying for one subject, it's going to take me two hours that day to study for that one subject because I read the book and highlight it. And then I reread the chapter and I type out all of my notes so that a week before the test, I can print out a sheet of paper and I don't have to study from the book. It works really, really well. Like you can ace so many exams like Wait, that. Wait, say that again. So you read the book with your highlighter. Cheat sheet. You highlight every sentence that matters. Okay. And then you reread the chapter, but you skip everything that's not highlighted. And you type out your notes based on your highlights. Right? And then when you go to study, you take a week before an exam, and you print out your notes. And you study your notes. And mm-hmm. then I also include, because it's accounting... After I take a note for a concept, I include the example that's in the book, but a shortened version. Like, you know, I'll type it out in shorthand kind of thing. So when I'm reading my notes, I read the concept and then I can remember the specific example so that when the test comes, I know exactly what's going on. And it makes your studying really, really short for the exam. The problem is it's top heavy. So it takes a long time yeah. to originally. I mean, you're reading each chapter yeah, twice and much. typing everything. Um that's a lot, man. That is a lot, but 4.0. Do you do you do the Bible like that? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I, just, I, I, I guess I was like, man, I was wondering. I, yeah, just being I was just wondering. Yeah. Just being no, honest, cool. no. Um, the Bible has been my hardest, my hardest hill to climb, which is why I'm doing the read through the Bible this year gotcha. because I will pray and then when it comes to the bible i'll just be like well i'll get to it later yeah i Um, go to church the preacher will tell me what's in there i already know the bible kind of thing you know i've been to sunday school vacation bible school yeah homeschool like i got this under wraps my mom preached me every every three seconds you can i got i got it yeah (laughs) it's true um so what i was saying with that is so it's already two hours per subject for the day right and then i need to block in maybe an hour of time for treasury work balancing books that takes a really long time so when you have five classes and then you have three treasury positions and then you also have the music department and then I also do kind of like to have a life right Uh, I do want to have some time to spend with my friends you really have to be structured and so the changes that are made were with structure and again I'm going to sound like a parent (laughs) And he's crying. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to sound like a parent, but everything that I did to make changes over the last three years, I look back, I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. And it's like, wow, this is everything in life my mom ever told me about. Um, I started cleaning my room every day. I never did that before. I started cleaning my room every day. And the reason was I lose stuff. So I would lose my keys uh. on an exam day and be late for my exam. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Or I would lose my phone and be late for a quiz. And so eventually, she was over there still. <laughs> eventually I would come home. I would run upstairs. I wouldn't talk to anybody. And this is what I do every day now. I empty out my book bag and put everything in one specific place. And I'm never late anymore. Amen. Right? That's how you do it, man. Mm-hmm. And then the planner. And as I'm making all of these changes, I'm like, wait a minute. This is everything my mother ever told me <laughs> to do. Um, Wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shameless plug really quickly because it's our mom. I'm just going to shamelessly plug ordered in all things organization organizing. They are actually assisting in the restructure um, construction that's going on at our church in the youth church now, as well as in several other areas, just organizing your time your money, like everything. And it is based on scripture. But when we have the CEO and founder come on the show at a she later date. She can show date, her face real quick, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, well, she could. Yeah, you could. We'll throw, we'll throw a picture in. We'll you throw got your hair done, right? We'll throw a picture yes. in. <laughs> come on. <laughs> He's always started something. <laughs> you have to slide way over, though. Come on, come on. You gotta let Look her. at this beauty. Come on in. She got to come in. Yeah. I'd love to help you. <laughs> Be organized. Glad you finally listened. <laughs> <laughs> Man, okay, so I guess another a piece of advice you would give is probably, you know, go back and think about the stuff your parents told you because yeah. they might have already helped you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say for me too, um, not that I was I am nowhere probably near as organized as you really are, but one thing that helped me out a lot was I'm that I'm still working on it, by the way. <laughs> me too. My parents were very um good about teaching me to do things right away like don't wait on it don't wait till tomorrow get it done now knock it out the way so that then the rest of your day is free so that's the kind of mindset i always came at it It was like let me just go do it get it done and to your point i hate being late too so sometimes like even at school at work i will leave an hour ahead because i was more comfortable sitting at work waiting than sitting at home and i got 10 minutes to get there so I would I would like forget being late. I'll be I will sleep in a chair before at I'm work. late at work before I'm late. That's dedication. I'm telling I you, right? I'm that. like, yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> then be late. But because you don't know with traffic, especially Chicago traffic. Yeah, bro, Chicago bro. traffic something else, bro. bro. But yeah, it is. That's all I mean. It is. It truly is. Okay. Um, so we talked about a lot of heavy things. We talked about college. We talked about the spiritual. They're not supposed to be separate but you mentioned you want to have time with your friends you want to have a life Mm -hmm. so how do you figure in the definitely just for fun parts and what do you do um so this is the only part that's not that structured um i had a feeling (laughs) yeah it's it's kind of sporadic so my mindset has been if you keep everything important structured you'll just have time to do other things so was it last week one of my friends from one of my first accounting classes, he just randomly texted me. He was like, hey, if you want to catch up, we can we can have lunch or whatever, right? Um, and so even though that time I had scheduled, I was actually in the car about to go home. I turned around when he had texted me. Um, not that I was reading my text in the car, though. Not while driving. Yeah, definitely not while driving. <laughs> just Anyway, I turned around um, <laughs> after I got the text because my plan was to rush home and study. But because my study habits were consistent, I could afford to miss that 
couple hours and mm-hmm. have lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really, again, like what Michael was saying, just getting stuff done as soon as you have the time. Admittedly, I still procrastinate a little bit. <laughs> I mean, everybody does. Everyone just a does. Little. Just a little. Yeah. I, I, mean, I typically don't do it the day before, but I could definitely do it earlier. Yeah, still. That's, that's what I mean. Mostly, like... I might take a time to play a video game, but like at the end of the day, I'm not going to be waiting till last day to yeah do a paper. Just it's not happening. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But that's my answer. If you just, you keep everything else structured, you'll have time to make a couple adjustments, you know? Absolutely. I like that. When you've got your important things structured and put in the extra step, you like, you'll find time to do the extra things that are actually a lot of fun. Whereas if you fill your time, getting to the fun stuff first, then you're scrambling for what's important. Yeah. So it reminds me of, um, well, there's a lot of scripture that talks about being organized. And I love that you mentioned the planner because that's actually something I'm trying to get better at. Put it that way, getting better at it. Um, Having that list and knowing what I really need to get to in a day. And um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. So a couple of verses that come to mind, one that we had thought of originally was Proverbs 3 and 6, which um, basically says, because I'm like totally going blank right now. You know what? That is why we have devices. I'm going to just go over a couple of scriptures. I did say Proverbs, right? Proverbs Mm -hmm. 3 and 6. Just in case I said the wrong thing. I meant Proverbs 3 and 6, which says, in all your ways, Acknowledge him being God and he shall direct your paths. So just make sure that you run your plans by the Lord and he'll give you what it is you need to do. I know you didn't say that in your story, but I'm guessing probably at some point you were like, Lord, help me. Mm, especially with the whole prayer group thing. More okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling. And then the other verse we just snagged from ordered in all things. And that one is Psalm Chapter 90, verse 12, it says, so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Like you were saying with the planner. And I and one thing that I really love about this verse is the fact it says numbers. I did not plan to use this verse and us have a treasurer as the <laughs> guest. That was not planned. I just got that just now. We've got numbers on both sides. But um, when it comes to planning your time, you really do have to balance it. Like, yeah bookkeeping almost like counting up the cost like counting up the cost like knowing how many hours or what percentage of yourself or what your energy level is like numbers are a big part of our life right yeah. and when you know what you have to work with like when like when you know what you got to work with this is it's kind of like with budget mm-hmm. people are like before you do a budget track your spending you need to know what you're spending your money on and then you can direct it into different ways but you can't start with a budget because you'll fail every time but you got to know what you're actually spending your money on and what your income is but it's like once you have that lord teach us to number our days teach us to know what we've got Amen. so that we can apply our hearts to wisdom so that we can take what we've got and organize it and structure it you know what i mean a little bit kind of yeah kind of yeah kind of yeah how 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 do you guys take that verse so teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom michael Michael. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I, I really mean, I was teasing him when I said that. Um, but no, I agree with you, Brittany. Um, I guess the main thing I, I would say I always take away from that is that um, truly we don't know the hour nor the day when 
you know it's gonna come back and so i take that as still keep doing everything for today and do it unto god's will and do it to your best ability that's where i always took it nice um for and me, michael <laughs> okay my answer is a little bit cryptic but you guys know in the bible uh every so often when god would tell somebody okay you're about to die set yeah. your house in order oh mm-hmm. yeah okay right? yeah um so when i hear scriptures like this it's like god's not always telling everybody you're gonna die soon you know what i mean mm-hmm. for the most part he's not telling you so numbering your days consider how much time you do or don't have and structure your life based on that right if you've got kids, you don't want to pretend like you've got all the time in the world to start setting up funds for them, right? So when I hear number our days, it's like take into consideration the fact that you won't be here forever Amen. and make decisions based on that, you know? Because you're going to die. You're going to die. <laughs> or just going back to school real quick, something might actually come up. You're like, oh, man, I lost that day. Yeah. And I've done nothing towards it. No. And it's very easy to lose a day. Yeah. Be careful on YouTube, y'all, with them YouTube shorts and them Instagram <laughs> shorts. Man, tell me about it. Y'all, watch out for that. If you get, if you don't know how many you've watched, because <laughs> you might not have noticed this, but I got to check. I think when you're on that part of the app, your clock isn't visible. It's possible. Maybe on just certain phones. But sometimes they do stuff. I know, like, we're all like, wait, Actually, real? I think it's not. It's, it's some there are some apps your clock isn't visible on purpose you lose all track of time Man. so just be careful careful i don't care lose track of we time. care about you yeah don't lose track of time because it goes so fast well well let's do this call to action call to action get a calendar <laughs> plan your life because if you don't do it you're going to lose track of what you're trying to do with all the things you got to do. And don't overcommit. I say that. That's just, you know, my side. Though. Don't mm-hmm. do not do so. Don't say you're going to do stuff and you really can't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't forget you said yes to something. You, now you got another thing coming up and all your schedule flip flop and you ain't even got time to go pee. Don't do it. <laughs> that's good. No, it's not a sin. It's not. That should be the next episode. Please say no. Mm-hmm. Please say no. We could do that next. And we'll probably do that next. So we just want to thank you, Michael King, for joining us on this episode. Yes, we will you did have a good you back. Job. You did a fantastic very well. job. Thank you. Thank I you for all those points. Thank you, EJ, for being a cameraman as always. Shout hey. out Much to Live easy. Productions. Yes, shout out to Live Productions. Thank you. It took me a second. I'm like, wait, what was that? I know what it is again. And oh, then, my bad. Live Actions. My bad. Whoops. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to fix that. Shout out to Live Actions. It's actions. Actions, not production, just actions, Uh, live actions. actions. Okay, let's try it one more time. Shout Shout out out to to live live actions, actions. our production team behind the camera. Really appreciate it. And to our listeners, if you would like to learn more about this podcast or the youth ministry at Christ Temple, reach out to us on Instagram at No Distance Podcast. Remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share. And we will see you in the next upcoming full episode. Peace, love, and happiness. Bye. Bye. You got to do it with me. I don't know this tune.